I feel perfectly comfortable saying that everything that we warned you about with the COVID has been verified, uh, that we've been vindicated in our views. I also feel very, very comfortable saying this may be the most consequential thing that any of the technocrats ever said. I, I do just want to make sure that um, I, I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. That's correct, Mark Zuckerberg. We don't. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Um, so let's not do the podcasting thing today. Let me just talk to you as a 54-year-old man who has worked most of his life in or around media and politics. And let me also chat with you as a human being capable of being uh, hurt and capable of being struggling with feelings of wanting to get back at people. But, but completely ill-considered given the stakes of what we're talking about. There are now countless stories that are coming out that vindicate what we started warning folks about with the COVID flu response and the COVID flu itself over two years ago. Here's the media part of me. The response to the COVID flu is the single most coordinated and corrupt response to a global crisis in history. It is utterly breathtaking to watch now as nearly everything we, the providers of disinformation and misinformation said, being fully verified by data, by people at the CDC being forced to release, for instance, the known side effects of the mRNA injections, which are hundreds of pages if it was actually typed legibly, it would be hundreds of pages long. Things they knew that this stuff did to people. Uh, including the FDA sending out, in response to Freedom of Information Act requests, Alex Berenson and other people made, to see the emails between the FDA and Zuckerberg and the other social media party members um, the FDA sent back documents 100% redacted, blocked in black ink. We, the taxpayer, don't get to see what they said to each other. And there's barely a blip about this. The media in the United States is corrupt, with some notable exceptions. It's corrupt. The most harmful piece or, or technique of fake news 
is the propaganda of silence, which they have performed for two years. Here's the part of me that's hurt. There are people whom I still consider friends, and some I don't consider friends anymore, who told me, you have killed your career by talking about this aspect of the COVID flu. They need to apologize to me. I don't expect that to happen. This podcast isn't about my feelings. I think I might be speaking for a lot of you. Because I think you've probably had the same experiences, particularly if you're in the medical field or the education field, or you have loved ones who've been fired. What is happening now is so enormous that you take a title like today's podcast that you've been transed. How, how could I possibly defend that as other than clickbait like this? The study that has shown that the mRNA injections reverse transcribe themselves, reverse transcribe the, uh, the, the code into your DNA means your DNA has been altered by human beings. Your DNA is changed if you were injected with the Pfizer garbage. It will turn out that the same thing happened with Moderna and any of the other mRNA, AAN, DNA variants, in my judgment. This, this examination, this experiment was with the Pfizer junk. You have altered DNA in your body. That is a beginning of transhumanism. What's that going to do to you? I'm sorry to say I don't know. Nor do they. And this article in the Epoch Times, I'll just go through the headlines. I've been saying for two years that the COVID deaths are overcounted. You've been saying it. If you've listened to the radio program before the podcast, you know I have been over this for two years. You, you know that Daniel Horowitz has over, been all over this for two years. You know that Justin Hart has been over this for two years. That ethical skeptic has talked about this for two years. That Ivor Cummings, known as Fat Emperor, has talked about this for two years. And now the Epic Times puts it in writing with attribution. Next in their article, COVID has primarily killed those close to death anyway. Exactly. And you know what? The death of COVID patients is actually the age, the average age of death of COVID patients is actually slightly higher than average, than the average age of death in people in their 80s. They're slightly older people. And yes, the comorbid factors. How often have we talked about this? When did Cairo Television in Seattle make that clear? When did Cairo Radio make that clear other than Dory Monson's show? When did Como in Seattle, Seattle Times, King, Q13 Fox, on a national basis, when has anyone made this clear? Uh, until Scott Atlas came along and made it clear. And Scott Atlas was on our show six months before he went to the White House. Then there's this. The CDC highlights role of comorbidities in vaxxed deaths. So people who got the useless, deadly injections, the CDC says, well, these aren't really injection deaths. 
These people were very, very sick. The CDC never said that about people who were dying from or with the COVID flu. They never made that case. And that's a linchpin to overcounting. It's a linchpin to the greatest con in the history of the world. And it may well turn out to be the greatest human rights crime in history. Because we don't know how many people long-term this is going to kill because it's going to kill people. Because it screwed up people's DNA. It may cause blood clots forever. Next down in this Epic Times editorial. Most COVID deaths likely due to ventilator malpractice. I remember. I remember running audio of nurses in New York saying, we are killing people with these ventilators. I remember being told by colleagues in radio, please, you cannot run that stuff. You don't know who that woman is. And I remember saying, that's why I said this woman says she's a nurse. But nothing else made sense. Because we were told the hospitals were overrun, but they weren't. We were told it was standing room only, but it wasn't. We had NBC News, I think it was NBC as I recall, fake lines to get in, to get injected. They faked them. That's the literal creation of fake news. We had people pretending that there were body bags outside of hospitals. Those those were actually, there were instances where those were set up photo shoots. Back to the Epic Times article. Better alternatives to ventilation exist. Yes, they do. Further down into this article, hospital incentives are driving up COVID deaths. How many times have you heard me say, cha-ching mama? Every time they can blame COVID for someone dying. Well, this article goes further. This article suggests the killing of patients. How many people do you know who, when they got COVID, refused to go to the hospital because they said, they'll kill me there? They'll ventilate me. They'll shove remdesivir into my body. I just had a case where some folks I work with had a dear friend in his 40s taken to the hospital in Boise. And the first thing they did was shove remdesivir into him. His wife begged them, not remdesivir, don't do that. They did it. Then they ventilated him and she was certain he didn't need to be ventilated. They killed him in her mind. And they got paid for it. The Epic Times article says a bounty has been placed on your life. Then there's this. Treat COVID systems immediately and aggressively. How long have we been talking about that? This is the only time in history where people were told to go home and get more sick. Ever. Go home, come back when you can't breathe. This is the greatest scandal in the history of global health, 
It is the greatest single human rights crime in my lifetime. And they knew. They absolutely knew. And the signs that they knew are everywhere. Starting with this. The CEO of Bear admitted what we all knew. Anyone who read the documentation from Moderna or Pfizer knew what the Bear CEO knew. This is him explaining that, look, if we told people the truth about these injections, no one would get shot up with these injections. Ultimately, the uh, the mRNA vaccines uh, are an example for that uh, cell and gene therapy. I always like to say, if we had surveyed two years ago uh, in the public, would you be willing to take a, a gene, th- gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body? We would have probably had a 95% refusal rate. I think uh, this pandemic has also opened many people's eyes to, to innovation in the way that uh, was maybe not possible before has opened people's eyes to innovation that wasn't possible before. The innovation being, of course, that they lied to you. And they told you this would save your life. And they've traumatized an entire generation of people into believing they have lived through a grave disease that could kill everybody. And the signs of trauma are everywhere. They're just everywhere. To this day. Ron DeSantis went to speak at an event and and some kids were behind him and, and some kids and some of the kids were wearing woke masks and Ron DeSantis was there. And this is what happened. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take it. (laughs) Honestly, it's not doing anything. And we got to stop with this focus theater. So you want to wear it fine, but this is, this is ridiculous. It is. And and thank you, Lord, for revealing to DeSantis what a monumental lie this is. But here's the trauma. DeSantis isn't ordering people to take off the face diapers. He's not telling them they have to. And that doesn't stop this mother of the boy. There was her son was there. Her son actually seems like a really great kid, honestly. He was there. She in this, she's on TV screaming about DeSantis telling them the the masks don't work. This mother, as she's screaming, you listen closely, you'll notice she's not wearing a face diaper. I'm responsible for him. And I told him to wear that mask. And Governor DeSantis, and he's looking at this adult authority and and is telling him, oh, you don't have to wear the mask. What was your reaction when you heard the governor tell you and your classmates, remove your masks? Um, a bit of surprise and shock, more of, okay, this authority, author, this authority figure is asking me to do something that I know is probably going to end up being controversial. So. I took mine off. Did you feel pressure by the governor to do that? Um, a little. It was more of a pressure of an adult figure asking me to do something and it's just like all right why not it's just shocking that the governor told these kids take off your mask it, it, he pretty much said take off your mask is stupid and take off your mask your parents don't matter even though i'm i'm telling you parents matter 
and he's telling my minor child to take off his mask. He's putting us at risk. So, uh, oh, yeah, to- I was upset, very upset. But you're not wearing a mask. You, you, you're a traumatized woman. And you are one part acting quite normal. You're not wearing a useless piece of cloth over your face. On the other hand, you're quite, you're acting quite abnormal because you have been traumatized. But that's just barely even the surface. Because the Pfizer CEO, his drug is the one that's been tested. In this way, that they took the they took the, the 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 garbage mRNA and they exposed it to human cells, and then they studied the cells, and they proved that those cells the the DNA of those cells was corrupted, overwritten, <laughs> that the mRNA reverse transcribed itself right into the cells. This is an all likelihood happened in your body. If you were injected with Pfizer, which means in all likelihood, you have been transhumanized. What's that going to mean? You're probably not going to grow horns. You're probably not going to become another species. It's probably inconsequential, God willing. Except that it's not. 500 VARS database entries, including deaths and permanent disabilities of children under 12 by being injected with stuff that they knew was gene therapy. Like I said, the Pfizer CEO knew. What other doors might this mRNA vaccine open? And, and There is a third yeah, application, please. which is for people uh, that uh, they are born with a mistake in their DNA code. And uh, there are a lot of rare diseases that uh, they are happening to people because somewhere in one gene, there is one small mistake in their DNA. And uh, those people are, you know, they have to live with that until the end of their lives. And many times their life doesn't last very long because of this uh, mistake in their, in their genes. Uh, there are a lot of uh, technologies that are trying to use gene editing so that they are trying to use same technology to be able to change, repair the mistake of your DNA so that uh, you can cure basically those, those people. So they want to correct your DNA with their code. Now, now, certainly one day that might save lives. Would you like people to ask permission before they change your DNA? To loop this back around to media, to loop this back around to what I witnessed, and not in an effort to make this about me. I've, I've shared my feelings and I'm, I'll grow up. It's to take an area in which I actually can claim some expertise. And to tell you that I know. And I've shared with you some of the banned topics. And I know. That the more banned topics that exist. The less free. Our free press is. I believe there's all sorts of evidence that the corrupt news media in the United States and in fact globally was not allowed to tell key truths about the COVID flu 
during the run-up to and the height of the global psyop. Because if Mark Zuckerberg knew, who didn't know? And we've been just so thrilled this week to welcome a brand new advertiser to the program. And it's, it's more than an advertiser. In fact, everybody we've brought on at this point are, are you know, more than advertisers. Um, and this happens in a really godly way. So cool. My friend Cyrus Crone is an author. Well, he's many things. He's friend. He's author. He's, he's technical strategist. So I was in a, at a book signing. And someone mentioned my name. Hey, you know, Todd Herman. I've heard John Todd show. And Cyrus said, I do know Todd. And across the room, this really tall dude came up the side and said, wait, you know, Todd Herman. I listened to a show and introduced himself. That man's name is Tim Cruikshank. And Tim is the founder and CEO of Bonefrog Coffee. And Bonefrog Coffee is, it's, it's a God-meant match that I am a coffee fanatic. And it's been for caffeine, but lately, like the past two years, I've, I've, I've started to enjoy good coffee. And then I had great coffee. And great coffee means to me, Bonefrog Coffee. And Tim Cruikshank founded Bonefrog to bring attention to his fellow veterans. Tim is a 25-year veteran of the Navy. He is a Navy SEAL. Bone Frog, the Bone Frog, is an iconic symbol in the SEAL community. And so Tim wanted a company, A, to provide great value to people, B, to help keep alive the memory of and give proceeds to the families of, of SEALs who gave their lives in combat. Bone Frog Coffee was born. He, being Tim, is just this unstoppable force. You would imagine most SEALs are probably unstoppable forces. And he went and found the gentleman named Dave Stewart. Dave is a legend in coffee. 30 years in the business. He advises them on roast. He actually roasts beans for them. He's a mentor for them. So Bonefrog Coffee has ended up with genuinely the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I drank it and immediately fell in love. My daughter loves it and she normally only drinks flavored coffee. She finds the the medium roast absolutely delicious. My wife loves it. Everybody I've given Bonefrog Coffee to loves it. They're now a sponsor of this program. So sign up for a subscription. You are helping to build a seal-owned company. You are helping to support the heroes who, who gave their lives for this country. And you're going to get incredible coffee. And by the way, you're going to get just absolutely top-notch customer service. I'm already hearing from people on how top-notch the service is. So easy. Here's the website, bonefrog.us, like bone and frog, bonefrog.us. It's bonefrog coffee. And yes, well, we're growing together. And it's, it's an awesome feeling for that. And I do feel like it was God-directed. The fact is that there's a few things at which I'm expert. God has granted me a first row seat to politics. God has, has lifted the curtain for me in politics and in tech and in media. 
And the unnatural refusal to tell the truth about the COVID flu is just that. It is unnatural. When you have a potential beautiful scandal custom made for big media companies who hate big tech, who hate social media, the New York Times and the Washington Post, they would love to kneecap Facebook. They would love to take them out because Facebook has leverage over them. They, you see them begging for social media to be forced to, to censor because it's not fair. It's honestly not. Media companies can be sued for what their personalities say. Facebook gets to pretend that they are. Facebook gets to pretend that they're a platform. They're not a platform. They're a publisher. Everybody knows that they make editorial calls. This is a custom made story. And it's, it's sitting here right now. Mark Zuckerberg, as proven by Project Veritas, would have been kicked off his own platform for the things this man said about the COVID flu. What this man said is being proven, it seems, through these experiments. Yes, it gets into your DNA. I I do just want to make sure that um, I I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA to um, to directly encode in a person's DNA and RNA, basically the ability to um, to, to produce uh, those antibodies and whether that causes other mutations or other risks down uh, downstream. So there's work on both paths of vaccine development they're all all experts on vaccines he's talking about the egg method I think because he could be talking about AAN or DNA but he may be talking about the egg method which is what they're using in China they're not using the mRNA they bought a bunch of it why would they not to bankrupt us to give money back to fights made in China Pfizer sponsored with, you know, partnered with China to create injection diktat injection diktat traveling paper tech I have someone coming to the studio today to get my video hooked up so I can actually show you these videos. This is in the show sheet. This is then Zuckerberg. Now, he said that to his staff. That was private. He didn't know he was he didn't know someone was going to turn that over to Project Veritas. Keep in mind, that's all come true. Keep in mind that the Bear CEO knew. Keep in mind that the Pfizer CEO just sat there and explained, sure, these are gene therapies. Keep in mind, it was in their SEC reports. No one in the mainstream media is saying, hello, your DNA has been changed and they conned you. No one said that you never had informed consent. Do you know that to shoot you up in a quote emergency setting, you to have uh, you to had full disclosure to give full advice and con- get full advice and then give consent. You were never fully informed. No one told you, hey, by the way, this is going to change your DNA. Did anyone tell you that? No, no one told you that. But you've been tranced. If these, if if this in vitro experiment is happens in your body, congratulations, you've been tranced. So later, after Zuckerberg said that in private, he did an interview with the Fouch. There's very few things at which God has granted me expertise. And this podcast, I've said my name or I've used my pronoun, my, you know, actual pronoun, I, me, far too much. The Lord has granted me So many opportunities to learn to tell when people are lying to me. 
And I've chosen to pursue that. And, and I, I remember I was in, I was in DC and we were having dinner. No, it was, yeah, it was a business dinner with a business partner. And by the way, I, I know about white lies and, and I know you tell people, you, you know, oh, that's done and it's not done. And we're having dinner and this guy, Danny, who is a great man, he's a lovely man. He shouldn't have lied to me. I said to him, are we going to ship on time? And he did a certain something with his hand and a certain something with his shoulder and his eyes. And he said, absolutely. I said, Danny, never lie to me. <laughs> and at the table, my deputy, also named Todd, laughed. He goes, and he, he elbowed Danny. He goes, don't. And Danny goes, no, we're not. I said, okay, thank you for admitting that. And just remember this, please. Please don't ever lie to me. There's very few things. Very few things. At which God's made me an expert. One of them is telling when people are lying. So Zuckerberg talks here coming up to Fauci. And I'll tell you all the ways that indicate to me Fauci is absolutely lying. And the lies continue and the media fix continues and the propaganda of silence continues and the media continues to be corrupt. And you have in all likelihood been trans, but congratulations. At least you're part of the first generation. You can tell your grandkids, oh yeah, I'm the first to get trans. Business is just that way sometimes. Um, we chatted, or we're going to chat next hour with with my friend Zach Abraham from Bulwark Capital Management, and I I got to share with Zach that I'm having an internal debate, thinking that the party's going to force us into digital currency, and I'm having this internal debate about this. That okay, then then is there should we build our own? Should churches build them? I mean, it's not like we can't go hire people to build something on blockchain. Should we build a parallel society um, digital coin so that, we, that that they can't control us? We can trade amongst ourselves as Christians. Should we set up a Christian digital coin? And or is it just has the has it gone so far that we can't get out of it? Should we be really talking about barter, et cetera? So Zach's going to join us. I can I can ask Zach these questions. Other people in finance, they don't really entertain questions like this because it can stink of conspiratorial thinking. Well, the signs are all there. It's very clear where they want us to go. So in regard to that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to them about this today. But this all also adds up to one of the things Zach looks at is, well, it's not one of the things. He focuses on risk management. Yes, going to all digital currency is a risk. Yes, what's happening in Ukraine and what Russia is doing there is a risk. Yes, inflation is a risk. So what Zach does is he takes all these factors into play, focuses on risk management, but still, of course, to grow your portfolio. And he's been very, very successful at it. Right now, a lot of people are contacting Zach to retire early. Okay. Does that, when I said that, can you retire early? If I were to look in there and say, hey, can you retire early? Does that make your heart beat fast with desire or maybe worry? Well, settle the issue. 
just just call Zach Abraham and have him run the numbers in your early retirement program and see if you can retire early. Here's Zach's phone number. It's 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. So I'll talk to Zach about that next hour. Here is Zuckerberg, who I remind you had one opinion when he was talking about the COVID flu and he was talking about it when he didn't know he was being recorded. I I do just want to make sure that um, I I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA to um, to directly encode in a person's DNA and RNA, basically the ability to um, to to produce uh, those antibodies and whether that causes other mutations or other risks down uh, downstream. So there's work on both paths of vaccine development. And so, so he knows. He knows. He knows it's gene therapy. He doesn't understand the details, which makes sense as a CEO. He he thinks that it manufactures the antibodies. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's 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 not what it does. It manufactures the spike proteins. It cons your body into making the cytotoxins, the poison. And then the theory is that then your body makes antibodies. Zuckerberg then talked to the Fouch. And just to clear up one point, I mean, my understanding is that these vaccines do not modify your DNA. What did you just say, Mark Zuckerberg? Because it's not what you said earlier when you were being honest with your staff. I, I do just want to make sure that um, I, I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. Okay, so that's Zuckerberg when he is speaking in private to his staff, thinking that not thinking that someone's going to turn that over to Project Veritas, but someone did turn that over to Project Veritas. Fast forward, here's the Zuck knowing he's being recorded, talking to a fellow technocrat, talking to a technocrat who conspired with him to make sure that you would be banned from his platform for saying this could modify your DNA, for saying this is increasing deaths, for saying remdesivir killed people, for saying there are early treatment options. You could be banned from his platform. You you, you could be called a murderer and a killer and and never come back to his platform. This is a custom-made story for the media. If there was an honest media, they would come out and say, Zuckerberg knew now, I'll tell you why I think Fauci's lying in this. It's not think, I know Fauci's lying in this. And just to clear up one point, I mean, my understanding is that these vaccines do not modify your DNA or, or RNA. When, 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 Zuckerberg, when, Zuckerberg, to, when Zuckerberg says that, Fauci is listening. They're on a split screen. Looks like a, it's Facebook, you know, version of Zoom. When, when Zuckerberg says that, Fauci, he, he does this really a bizarre acting job. He sits up in a seat and he scrunch up his scrunch up his face like you were like you were saying to him, "Hey Tony, do you want to drink some uh hey Tony, I've got some mayonnaise mixed with with rat urine. You want some?" And he goes, "Ah!" He he squeezes up his face like, ah! like "Oh, that's gross. Ah! Don't don't bring the mayonnaise rat urine." It's an acting job. It's it's way too animated. That's not how Fauci behaves. And just to clear up one point, I mean, my understanding is that 
these vaccines do not modify your DNA or, or RNA. Um, so, so I think that that's, that's just an important point to, to clarify. If I'm getting anything yeah. wrong here, of course, correct me, but, um, no, no, no. but, but just to, to make that clear. No. Uh, first of all, DNA is inherent in your own nuclear cell. Sticking in anything foreign will ultimately get cleared. Good. Well, I'm glad we, we can, we can wait, clear wait, that up. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear that? He didn't say it doesn't modify it. He says it would get cleared up. What we know now from multiple studies is no. You don't just clear out the spike proteins. What we know is that one of the reasons to believe that this that the, the COVID flu was manufactured in the lab is because of its ability to get into human cells. Because it opens the human cells. You know what other virus has that capability? The AIDS virus has that capability. Did you know that? Judy Markovitz, who is an expert on on viruses, and she's now an enemy of the party. So she's not allowed to, you know, be seen in, in proper society because she made herself an enemy of the party. She analyzed the genetic structure of COVID of, yeah, of, of SARS-CoV-2. She said, wow, look at this. This has the same ability to open the human cells as exists in the, in the HIV virus. Look at that. And let's go a little bit further. Why did they wrap the garbage mRNA in nanolipid particles? Want to know why? To smuggle it into the body. Because it would have been rejected had it not been covered up in lipid, the nanolipid particles, which is tiny little particles of fat. What, what did that do? It crossed over into the brain. Do you grow, do, do, do upper respiratory viruses make you cough in your brain or your lungs? This is the most monumental human rights abuse in history and the media won't say it. They're not allowed. They are not allowed to question big pharma on that level. Let's try some things. Let's try a thought experiment. McDonald's produces fast food that is addictive and they prove it. Does that get attention? How about this? The NRA samples your DNA from guns you own to modify your DNA, make it more violent, make news. The fact that this isn't news to me is proof that they're not allowed to report on one of the most phenomenal scandals in history, and that is that you have been transed. If you took this injection, in all likelihood, if this experiment in vitro is repeated in your body, you have been transed against your will. 
transhumanized. And that is a real thing, guys. There are people who really do want us all to be transhuman. They'll, they'll tell you. It's not a... Dis- no, they'll come out and say, yeah, human beings are not advanced enough. We can do a better job. You, you doubt me? You, you doubt that they... Okay. All right, fine. Doubt me. The, the level of control... I'll, I'll get to this in a second. I'll, I'll get to this in a second. The level of control that these people have want to have over us. You think it ends with modifying our DNA? No, the, the level of control that these people want to have over us is, is just phenomenal. Um, these are the sort of shows, and when I open this to talk about um, my feelings and why I'm a little bit hurt that I haven't had people kind of apologize for me saying, um, hey, you know, we were wrong to say that you were a lunatic. <laughs> We were wrong to say you shouldn't have said those things on the radio. Um, I'll get over the hurt feelings. I'll forgive the people. But you can't always say what you want on radio. Can't. There's a lot of factors to that. One of the biggest is a tune-in factor. We're, what, 45 minutes into this, for 40 minutes and 42 seconds into this podcast, you're still here. So those people who are still listening, this means something to you. A long show like this on radio is very difficult to pull off on one topic. Because people are busy and you get tuned in and they don't, you know, at the beginning, wait, where'd this start? He said trans. I'm not, I'm not trans, transhumanized. So if you value discussion like this, it's as easy as clicking share on your podcast app, share it to friends. And just send it to friends and say, hey, this is a guy who used to fill in for Rush. God rest him. He talks a lot about the technocrats, a lot about big pharma. And today he's telling me that I got injected. And therefore, if this Pfizer in vitro studies happened in my body, I've been trans. And hey, guess what? So have you. So you think it ends there? The technocrat mind is a mind that, that observes us as things. And you've heard the phrase, the internet of things, right? Right? What does the internet of things mean? It means an infinite ability to track things. I just had to go to Best Buy to purchase a great big long USB extension. And they were almost out. So knowing the way the internet of things works, once they're out, they get an instant order that night. It's going to be replaced because they're tracking those items. And in all likelihood, they've tracked those items to my house. And using an RFID chip, they will begin targeting ads for other Best Buy garbage at Mark Computers here. So we'll see a bunch of Best Buy ads for the next two weeks because it was such fun to go to Best Buy. That's a thing. Remember that Bill Gates said, well, uh, the, uh, uh, the mRNA is uh, it's a platform uh, and it's, uh, it can speed development. He, he said it's a platform which makes you a device. Remember this. He wants to block the sun. God almighty. Let there be light. Bill Gates. Not, not, not as much. Or, or why don't I just go straight to the source? Why, why, why don't I just head straight over to the source, the Pfizer CEO, to talk about, hey, what if we just turn medicine 
into a great big RFID chip that people eat. There's no guarantee that the patient is going to take the drug or wear the device. So how are you thinking about technology to engage the patient? Yeah. Again, maybe I will use an example. I think uh, it's fascinating what's happening in this field right now. I mean, FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can call it like that. So it is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, it sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. Fascinating to imagine what happens in this field. <laughs> so let's play a game. That pill exists. And so does the digital, the, the, the digital currency. Let's play a game. You need food. You need to go buy some. Whoops. You didn't take your pill. We need you to take your pill. The next time they decide to say there's a pandemic. I don't need you to get shot up. You didn't take your pill. We did not see that you have activated your pill. No, no, I ate my pill. No, it looks like your dog ate your pill. That is dog DNA signaling us. That is not you. No, no, I ate my pill. No, that looks like your daughter's DNA. That's a female DNA. That's not a male DNA. We need you to take your pill. The Internet of Things. See, this is the harbinger. This is the harbinger of what comes when people make themselves their own gods. This is what happens. This is why I'm so thrilled. This is why I'm so thankful. This is the time in which you live. These are the days in times such as these. And God is giving us the perfect opportunity to say, I will not fear. Because the Bible is very clear, 365 times, do not be afraid. Lying to people about what's going in their body is ungodly. This is evil. Deceiving people into changing their DNA is monumentally evil. These people are evil. Covering it up is a gargantuan lie. The people who have covered it up are engaged in a horrendous level of evil. We will not follow the evildoers, nor will we fear them, nor will we hate them. And that's hard. That's the hard part. This is the dictator of Washington State, and in this, he's, he's talking to a guy I believe to be Keith Eldridge. Keith is a, um, he's the, sort of one of the elder statesmen in Washington state media in the separate country of Washington. And he gets, I guess, some, you know, deserved respect. He's been in the game a long, long time. And so Inzi's responding here to him. And again, he's the dictator of Washington state. And the question 
the question is about him, as you'll hear, uh, letting go of his emergency powers, his magical powers to create reality. And it's based upon the fact that JNZ is lying about COVID numbers. And he is. He is. And I've, I've said multiple times, sue me. I'm not, I'm not stating an opinion. This is a fact. Jay Inslee has no idea how many people have died from the COVID. Jay Inslee has no, oh, no idea how many people have ever had the COVID in Washington state. I'm not saying he kind of doesn't know. I'm saying the man has literally no idea. None whatsoever. Not a clue. And Jay, if you think I'm lying, sue me. Because I just waived my right to say that's opinion. You can't sue me for that because it's not opinion. It's fact, Jay. So here he is responding to Keith Eldridge. It sounds like Keith Eldridge. And in this response, it's classic Inslee. The first thing he will do is gaslight. He's going to pretend he doesn't know what Keith Eldridge is talking about. Next thing he's going to do is pretend that there's transparency. But it's the end of this that's so incredible. See, there's two things that have happened with the COVID flu. You get minor actors like Jay Inslee, who's not horribly bright, but is horribly, horribly mean, horrendously mean, horrendously avaricious, impressively cold and he has enjoyed and continues to enjoy being the dictator of Washington state. Then I'll show you people who've been abused by Inslee and may never come back. Republicans are asking, uh, they don't believe the, the numbers that you're, you're using are really up to date. They believe that the, uh, the metrics are already in place, that there's enough room now to uh, reopen and, and have everything happen today. And they don't believe you need to continue with the emergency powers. Uh, why not end that emergency today? Let them join you in all these decisions. And if you need a, another emergency, just call it. Well, I don't know what you're referring to, uh, Keith. So if they want to sit down with me and look at the numbers, I'm hopeful. I'm very uh, willing to talk with them. They're open. They're available. The numbers are the numbers. There's no question about this. They just want to, they've always wanted to follow Donald Trump. That's the central problem here. Who first said this was going to be over by Easter. Then he told us you can take horse deworming products and has always diminished our ability and who refused to help the state of Washington when I asked him to help. And the Republicans in this state have followed him and continue to follow him and continue to refuse to stand up to his coup attempt. So, uh, you know, with all due respect, I will be happy to talk to them about the numbers. But we need this emergency order for the three reasons that I just articulated. We need it to protect hospitals so that people don't get sick from this still deadly disease by requiring masks in hospitals. We need it to protect employees, and apparently the Republicans don't care about employees who want to wear their masks. I do because a lot of people in this state are still going to want to protect themselves by wearing a mask. So it's filled with lies. No one is saying that people are going to be banned from wearing masks. No one. (laughs) It simply says that no one has to. Also, as you know, ivermectin is not a horse dewormer. And Inslee knows that too. He's a brutal and cold liar. He knows exactly what Keith Eldridge is asking. But he plays the gaslighting game and it works on weak-minded people. And the separate country of Washington is filled with weak-minded people and people who've been made weak-minded. Or it's not just weak-mindedness because some of the most brilliant people in the world live in Seattle. It's arrogance and ignorance. 
and it makes people smugrels. They're not affected by this yet, <laughs> but they don't know what is done to their bodies yet. That's one example. That's the empowerment of evil people. And Jay Inslee is absolutely an evil man. This is the other side. These are people who are today asking for this. They're on courthouse steps this week begging for this. Mask for loved ones, mask for friends. It's not about you, also not hard to do. Just because we're tired doesn't mean it's over. Mandate masks, that's our ask. Masks for seniors, masks for kids. It's not about you, also not like the flu. Just because we're tired doesn't mean it's over. Mandate masks, that's our ask. Traumatized human beings. If I were to boil all of this down and to slip from it all the fat and get down to just the bone, it's this. The media has lied to cover up enormous human rights abuses. Pharma has committed those abuses. The government funded them. The party did it to you through force. Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are part of this. That was done through lies, force, and threats. God Almighty will not put into you the Holy Spirit unless you ask him to. You have to ask. And then ask sincerely. The party lied to you. And the truth tellers, the truth tellers aren't allowed to tell the truth. Zach Abraham joins us next hour. Plus uh, a um, combat vet didn't take me to task. He said it very kindly, but he told me, please stop saying this about our fallen brothers. You'll hear that next hour. This is the Todd Herman show. Now, please go be well, be strong. Be kind, and of course, let's work together to be right with God.